and welcome back to the Set Piece Podcast. I'm your host, Ben, joined as always by my co-host. Conflicted individual. That's how he feels these days. Very conflicted. But yes, we are back from our little week hiatus. Yeah. We had a, a lot going on last week with uh, the NFL draft and then unfortunately, you know, real life stuff gets in the way this week. I was back to work. Collins trying to not fail college. Oh, that's fine. I'm, I haven't failed that yet. So we're, not we're yet. Going. But, uh, we're going. Yeah. We've a lot to cover today. A lot of interesting things the last two weeks. You know, a few riots. <laughs> a few riots, riot. some... Yeah. Who doesn't? But uh, we'll start with football. We have our Champions League final. We do. I, I think, if I'm not mistaken... Few episodes back, you said that Chelsea was one of your ones that you thought, if they got a good run, they were there. I just said it was a really easy road for them. That's all I thought. That's why I felt. Listen, like it's not that it's not that they're getting there on complete, like luck. I'm not gonna diss them that much. Do no. I think they they're a Champions League deserving winning team? No, but they beat Man City the weekend, so it makes it very interesting. Yeah, it does, and it's. For Tuchel, if he if he wins that Champions League now, Abramovich might actually give him time to get the league. They might even if I'm looking at Enton now, they could easily be up for the league next year. Because I don't really see anybody else challenging them. I think Liverpool are still going to be they're going to be dodgy coming off this year. Um, Man City, if they lose Champions League final, I think it's going to destroy them. Um, yeah, Man United will probably tear there. itself down like it always does. Yeah. Um, Arsenal are um, a championship club. Um, I'm afraid. <laughs> Seems no offense to Arsenal fans. I'm sorry. It's just awful to watch sometimes. Um, yeah, who else? Tottenham. <laughs> They're even worse than Arsenal. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Tottenham are actually such a fucking joke. Imagine having a stadium yeah. that big and a club in League One with a little with with God all sorts of issues can't even get promoted from League One. Probably has better support and more trophies than you. This season alone. <laughs> I just uh, I have a funny um. I have a I have a funny like the text from one of my mates who's a Spurs fan. I text him at like uh, quarter past two after the Leeds scored the second goal and it was like rough times and he was like imagine staying up after being out all night to watch that train wreck of a game gotta love being a Spurs fan or don't love being a Spurs fan <sighs> it just seems like a rather painful existence it seems to be it seems you know what it reminds me of it just reminds me of you a few years ago when Sunderland was yeah, but surviving he was supposed just to be about. bad <laughs> when you have a stadium that big I don't think you're supposed to be that bad well, no, you got to start, you know, retain that stadium eventually. Of course, yeah. It's going to be really funny to watch them just... But I think we can... I think we can admit to this, is that this just shows that, like, Spurs just need a really good coach. Yeah, I think Mourinho wasn't the particularly type of guy. He's good. Mourinho's going off to Italy now, if I'm not mistaken, to coach Roma. 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 After the season's over. It, yeah. Italian football will sue him again. Like it did before. I, it's still honest, that boring crap that the old player. The man there. could. The man could probably win this year, yeah, next year. But we will go 
to the Serie A a little bit because we finally got our league winners. But yeah, back to Chelsea. Um, yeah, yeah, just it quite an impressive performance. I'm not gonna lie. Like, yeah, had them. They just manhandled. Tuchel had a plan. He had a plan going into the first leg, and it worked. And he had a plan going into the second leg, and it worked. Not once did Chelsea look to me like they were going to lose. No. And not advance. It could have been so much more than the scoreline it was. Like, it was a thumping. Werner Werner missed a lot of chances. Because he's pretty bad. But Kai Havertz looked good. They were smart. They'd swap Timo Werner in the Haaland deal. (laughs) They can go for it. Yeah, send Timo Werner. Although, in saying that, Timo Werner has 26 goal contributions this year. which is 30, actually. He's a lot. Is it thirty now? It's thirty. He's a. It's just the fact that when it comes to being that prolific striker, he's just not there. I feel no. It's not even that. I feel like, like if he doesn't miss those chances, he could be up there in like the forties and fifties. He still has thirty goal contributions across all competitions, which is still overly impressive. But the fact that he misses so many simple goals. Yeah, it's like it's it really like being a Sunderland fan look- watching Jose Altidor oh. again. Josie Altidore, whatever his name is. I think that was when I think I think that was the that time was when, when I gave went, up. <laughs> no, I think we we all kind of went. Oh, this guy's really really good. And he's then big. He's powerful. After, he can score goals in the air division. After that, uh, after that 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 striker, I think that was the time where I went. So just watching him and Danny Graham play good. like 150 games between them and scoring four goals is like the funnest thing. <laughs> yeah, it was it hurt. Was a, it was a good time, but. Obviously, on the other side of the Champions League now, um, Man City, they finally got there. Yeah, and they kind of looked messy in the league at the weekend. Ah, messy. Yeah. I didn't, um, excuse the pun, I didn't mean it. Yeah, look, the league title is essentially won. To be, if I was Pep, I wouldn't really care. I would be more like... I should be concerned I, when he, Aguero's he taking Penenka's now. He needs that... Um, he needs that Champions League. Oh yeah. Needs that money. Are we like like just? Am I the only one that thinks that Aguero is going to just score the crucial goal in this Champions League final? Or miss it in his last game? Or As miss if he it? Plays. I think he will have to. It's 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 going to be the way he's, he signs off. Like it would be the way you want him to sign off though. For a man who's like. like probably up there with the best strikers ever in the Prem yeah he's up there for sure and will eventually make his way into the, the Premier League Hall of Fame now that that's a thing that is a thing mm. but um, we will cover oh, that Bruno Fernandes scored a penalty what a surprise shame on you Fernandes <laughs> leave him alone speaking no, of Fernandes shameful character we finally made a final with Oli and Villarreal is probably going to spank you it'll be hilarious it's not even Villarreal why do people keep forgetting that Unai Emery does shit in the Europa League yeah it's his fucking that's his house man you don't when he got I've I seen people writing Villarreal off like a long time ago and I'm like it's Unai Emery this man does not lose in the Europa League no that's that's like that's his thing he shit this man in the league, won he shit in cups when it comes to Europa League it's just this man the won three straight with Sevilla. Yeah. Three. 
And I think he had the chance ironic. to go four. Didn't he have the chance to go four in a row when he was Arsenal? Didn't yeah, he get to the, the Europa League final in his first year with Arsenal? It is pretty ironic that he beat Arsenal, though. It's just like, it's 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 justice. It's how he's looking at it, I would imagine. I'd imagine so, yeah. You know, the team that said, you are not a good manager, get the fuck out of here. And then well, he wasn't, let's be honest. He was shite. But, but also I, the, I, the team he had was even shyer. Yeah, I think someone pointed out. <laughs> Didn't think someone someone showed off one of the teams that Arsenal's Wenger got top four with, and it was genuinely one of the worst teams I have ever seen. And this man got top four, and people were like, people were literally like, if fucking Arteta had this, he would be he'd be in the back of the change room every day crying. I think the upfront, I think the upfront strikers were, a uh, fucking Shamak, oh. and then some, and then some Asian dude who I can't even remember. Uh, Maichi. <laughs> it might have been Maichi. I can't even remember, but it was. It was a fucking oh God, Rizisky was in there. Oh, uh, Ashavin mean, probably as well. Um, I think Ashavin was still there at the time. God, it's. Oh my god! I don't like, like good Rosicky and good Arshavin, like old Arshavin and old Rosicky, like the ones that. Yeah, like I'm talking like this retire. was one of the last times. This was one of the last times he got Arsenal into the top four properly, and the team was just terrible. I'm trying to see if I can find it now. Sorry if I'm delaying, but I need to get this picture. Fuck's sake! Yeah, here we go. Uh, Fabianski. Uh, De Jura, Vermalen, oh. Scalacci, Andres Santos, Conkelin, Fringpong, Ben Ayun, Oxlade Chamberlain, Arshavin, and Shamak. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Whoa. You tell me uh, how does someone like that was one of, that was one of the main starting teams that year. Someone tell me how that's fucking possible. Because. Okay. The part deserves a medal for getting that far, but yeah, um, yeah, it's gonna be hard. But they're at a really good team. Like they made some good signings this year that nobody really like looked at. Obviously, picking up Danny Parejo for nothing for free. It was a bit of a cheeky free signing. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure Paco de Taco plays with him as well. Paco de Taco. Paco de Taco. If anyone doesn't know, that's uh, Paco Alcacar. Used to play for Barca and Dortmund. Yeah, which is weird to think about. Yeah, and he was terrible with both, but goddamn, is he even good with Villarreal? He's just a lot of strikers do that when they go to their the big clubs, and they just do not live up to the standard whatsoever. Just like Braithwaite. The silence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. The Serie A, we have our league winners, Inter Milan, Juventus crumbled. About time. Pirlo um, will not be sacked. Man City look like they're going to win. The Prem, yesterday, Bayern Munich sealed the Bundesliga with a 6-0 drubbing of Borussia Mönchengladbach. Oh, yeah. And, ladies and gentlemen, Big Leo watches back. He scored a hat-trick. <laughs> The man has 39 goals in the league. That's right, the league. 
we we were complimenting Timo Werner for having 30 across every competition. Lewandowski, on his own, has 39 in the Bundesliga. Impressive. Uh, so that means he has match day 33 and match day 34. He's two games left to score two goals, and he breaks the ancient record of Gerd Müller. Which I thought would never be broken, really. But God damn, no, he is rather a difficult one. He is a bit of very impressive, to be honest. Um, and I still can't believe I'm saying this. Did you know that the, the French league still hasn't won by anybody? And Lille still on top of it. Lille are on top with seventy nine, but they have PSG have a game left to play. I think it's today. They're on seventy five. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Lille have been ultra impressive 23 wins 10 draws and 3 losses lovely like they've been very good I, I kind of hope they win it to be honest I would like to see how many games are left same thing only 2 match days left for them as well but uh, yeah hoping for big things there from Lille We had uh, two milestones for both of our teams in hockey last night. <gasps> yes. Actually, there's three nearly. So, Austin Matthews hit his 40th goal of the season. El Papi. El Papi, as Colin. Isn't he leading him. the league or something ahead of a certain McDavid fella? <laughs> Don't even get me started on that because I'm going to read a different stat for you now in a minute. Um, so, yes. Austin Matthews is the best goal scorer in the league. I will not deny that. That's all I need at to this hear. Moment in time. That's all I need That's to hear. Maybe roll it back a few years, and if Ovechkin was still Ovechkin, I can't. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Whatever. Um, it just sounds like Conor McDavid is not as good as him, is what it sounds like to me. <laughs> Colin, did you have you looked at the stats total? Oh, I see him. What is a hundred points? <laughs> well, I'll touch on that in a minute. But the Maple Leafs clinched. They clinched the North. Their first did division title just, in. Tw- no, he's missing from that leaders group. Oh, I see. I see Austin Matthews and Mariner. You know, you just have those two players up there. But where's the rest of your team? Yeah, where's the rest of your team? You've just Mariner and Matthews. Yeah, but we're talking about the other positions, Ben. Will you suck ass? But uh, yeah, so the Maple Leafs. Jack Campbell is god. What age are you? Me? Hmm. Too old for you. But though, seriously, what age are you again? 20. 21 this year? 21 this year at some point, yeah. Yeah, so the Maple Leafs, this is the Maple Leafs' first division title in 21 years. Hmm. There you That's go. That's al- slightly alarming. <laughs> Ever so slightly. Just a little bit. Well, there you go. Maple Leafs win a title on in their twenty in 21 years on your year of your 21st birthday. It's about time. Maybe a Stanley Cup is just about to go go back to Toronto. That would be nice. But yeah, obviously touching on Connor McDavid's absolutely outrageous season. It's a shame he's not going to win anything. Yeah, well, he'll win the MVP, but that's probably uh, about Individual it. awards, Ben. I'm sure he has enough of those. Oh, look at you sitting there. Right behind us is all things should yeah, we're be. second. Yeah, but, uh, where, you, where you belong. But miles behind us when you have the two best point scorers in the league 
we shouldn't need to be making the playoffs. Yeah, but you should be winning your division with that. It it's is, almost like it's the rest crazy. of your team is nowhere near as good. They're not. Conor Davis is 100 points, Colin. 100. It looks, like we, it looks like we've scored more goals than you and conceded less as well, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah. I am not mistaken. Wow. Wow. So yes. It's almost like we have nine more points than you as well. Eight, I can't count. I wow. can't wait for Boston to just get somehow get you guys and just crush your soul. Wow, again. wow, wow. I can't wait for you to not make it out of the fucking first round. Little yeah. bitch. Yeah, Conor McDavid has 100 points in 53 games. Let's just touch on Let's leave the rivalries behind for a minute and just realise that that means he's averaged at least two points a game for the entire season. Yeah. That's not supposed to happen. Do we know how the playoffs actually work this year? Because I know they're different because uh, of COVID. Yeah, I know it's the it's the Canadian, the Canadian divisions go against each other, and then it's the Canadian divisions oh. will meet the the American divisions. I think. Well, I think there's three American divisions and one Canadian division. There's a fucking difference here, Ben. Yeah, I don't really know. I haven't really looked into it because it's been it's a little bit crazy. It's a little bit all over the place with the the whole. Ah uh, yes. You know. With the whole. As long craziness. as we avoid the Bruins, it's all gonna be fine. <laughs> As, as long as you avoid the Bruins till as long as we avoid that cancer of just stupid Boston I don't even know I actually don't even know I don't know if Steve Dangles would take another Boston fucking Maybe Toronto fucking series die ever I, I've just I've just seen that man just be crushed every time Mm-mm-mm. yes indeed yes indeed Hold on, yeah, here I'm bringing up the. I'm also trying to figure it out. Yeah, I'm working it out here now. See, I want to see if you can get. <laughs> if you can get Boston. Yeah, I'm just hoping we can avoid playing those fucking cunts. Yes, I used the big bad word. Look at me. Should I, oh, Playoff the season seeds. actually ended. It's over, isn't it? Yeah, it ended yesterday. Yeah. So the playoffs are probably. Oh, so we should know how the playoffs work then. It should be showing us on the. No, we're still playing games. Oh. With yeah. the Senators, Jets, still. So no, the season oh, is not over yet. Maybe the American season's over, but. That was this race. Blasted Americans. Goddamn Americans. I don't really there. understand how this playoff thing works. Because it's different this how year. How will the playoffs work? Oh. Okay. Well, the central division has been decided. Okay. Predators are playing the Hurricanes. C1 versus C4. So I imagine it's C2 versus C3. Is the other one. I imagine. Okay. That's a bit confusing. How does this work? I don't understand. Oh, here we go. The complete standings and bracket. So top four from the East Division looks like the, the Penguins, Capitals, Bruins and Islanders. They've all clinched. North yeah, Division yeah. looks like the Maple Leafs, Edmonton, Winnipeg, 
and I think the Canadians, Flames, and Canucks all still have to play games. I think. Yeah. So I don't think it's decided yet. The Hurricanes, so out of the Central, then the Hurricanes, Panthers. The Hurricanes finished the top. Oh, the playoff teams have been decided. So Central, East, and West have all chosen. There's only three teams coming out of the far division. Oh. So it's Carol, uh, Hurricanes, Panthers, Predators, Lightning, Bruins, Islanders, Penguins, Capitals, Oilers, Leafs, Jets, Avalanche, Wild, Blues, and Knights. I just don't. Uh, the top four teams in each division will realign. Of the realigned divisions will make the playoffs. As of May 8th, the following teams have qualified. Oh, okay. Hmm. Interesting. Because the playoff teams are set, I just don't know who. Yeah, this, this the teams seem to be set, but like, doesn't seem to say who's playing who. But sure, look, we'll, we'll we'll see in the coming days. But I imagine there, I imagine that means that we can play anybody. I thought it was only gonna be division against division, but it looks like they're gonna put all the every like top four team into into a hat and make something make something fun and special. Yeah. Yeah, all that's left is to play the Senators and the Jets for us. So unless they've just stopped playing the games for some particular reason. I think there's still a few games to be played, but I imagine that's down to It's pretty much um, sad at this point. Covid related, you know, games mm, being missed. I, I do know I do know the, the Canucks now have like twenty seven positive tests at one stage. So I think a lot of the games that are left are against the Canucks. Oh yeah. But I'm pretty sure. It's nice to be clenched out against the Canadians. That's nice. I enjoy that. That make you feel Pricks. all warm and cuddly inside. Yeah. Dickheads. Now you just gotta, you know, avoid the NHL uh, bracket scenarios. Oh, hold on a minute. Oh. I demand to see a graph. <laughs> Show me a graph. Read the graph. Panthers, yeah. Huh. Oh, here we go. As things stand, it will be capitals against the islanders Ooh. if they're going through the divisions anyway so it looks like it's going to be the east division winner the central the north and the west those the four winners of those divisions in total so right. it's so we can come down to each other Ooh. so it's capitals islanders penguins bruins hurricanes predators lightning florida panthers maple leafs canadians <laughs> Uh, Yees are playing the Jets, the Golden Knights are playing the Blues, and Avalanche are playing the Wild. Damn, they're all pretty good teams. It's going to be a tough year. Yeah, we might have to play for a, the North Division Championship, man. Um, speaking of playoffs, oh. um, have you had, what's your opinion on this new NBA structure? The play-in thing. The play-in. Yes. It's a 
interesting idea. I'm not it's... particularly... It's a bit odd, really. Yeah, so at the way it stands right now in the Eastern Conference, my Phillies are the number one seed. So they will play the eighth seed, which is decided by the play-in. Um, New York will play Atlanta. Milwaukee plays Miami, which is a great, it's a great first-round game. And then Brooklyn plays the seventh seed, which is decided by the other play-in I think game. only, only no, only the top six in each conference are guaranteed playoff, and then seven, eight, nine, and ten go into the play-ins. Yeah, I actually, I have the thing here. I'm gonna explain it now in a second. I don't. I read it last night, and I'm pretty sure how it works anyway myself. So. Um, so Utah clinched the our well, I think they've actually clinched the one seed. I don't think anyone can catch them. Well, Suns are two wins off them, but I think the season's essentially nearly over at this point. I think it's 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 over within. I think this is the last week of it now at the minute. So it's Utah yeah, plays one of the play That's about it. Basically, Utah and the Utah and Suns can swap playing teams realistically. Um, Denver gets Dallas. And are you ready to? Are you ready to destroy another franchise? To hurt the Clippers' this, feelings at this moment, at this minute in time, it's the Clippers versus Portland. Uh-huh. Portland the really they probably beat us but I could just I just want to see Paul George be like it's a bad shot uh, it's a bad shot I'm man. shit uh, <laughs> I can't win by myself uh. a lot of people can't win by themselves but serious run Paul George a serious run that Portland have been on I must I must Most give you that overrated player in the league because what about two three weeks ago we were like you were literally like I gave up on Portland we're so screwed oh then damn little came back yeah well, he was back for a while, but the problem was, you know, it's that like we were like something like seven and two, and McCullum was when he came back were three, like four and eleven. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I so, think the time. Is yeah, you sent me that yeah. video about the, the the whole thing about trading him. You'd want to, you'd want to be getting an elite small forward for him. That's the only thing. Yeah. You'd want to be getting two elite players for him. Like honestly, like he's that he, he could McCullum could kind of carry a team on his own, kind of, not really, but he's a great number two for a team needs a shooting guard. I'm just like I'm sure this year, like you know what it's like every off season. A lot of trades can happen in the NBA, but yeah, well, we'll damn allow some... it though. I think we have to wait and see how this this series go. If you beat the Clippers, that really puts it in everyone's perspective to be like, yeah, go fuck yourselves. We can do it with the two of us. We've done it before. It's just yeah, we would have went. We would have went to the fucking NBA championship if it wasn't for the fucking. Golden State Warriors have been the most overpowered team ever fucking seen. Yeah. So. But um so with the playing in the East at the minute, it's so me at the straight. So Okay, so with the playing on the top, so the nine and ten seed, which at the minute is Washington and Indiana. Mm-hmm. That's a winner go home. So one of them goes into the next bracket in okay. the other play in tournament side. Boston plays Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Whoever wins that game becomes the seventh seed and plays Brooklyn. And then the loser of that game, so the loser of Boston and Charlotte, goes into a different bracket and plays the winner of oh, that's the, nine and, so, the 9 and 10. It's so overly complicated. It's really overcomplicated, but it means that like some teams can still get in. But again, the East is weak. We've always known that. Outside of like the top what six teams like Boston has a winning record just about Charlotte has a losing record Indiana has a losing record and Washington has a losing record yeah, but so like Mello. 
but tr so three of three of the four teams in the playoff tournament on the east side all have losing records yeah, fair. whereas you flip it over to the the west conference here we've got oh, memphis and record i i choose i choose to ignore it 16 and 52 that's unfortunately what happens when you trade away james harden well they had i think it was about time they just decided to blow everything up yeah but on the west side then we've got memphis and san antonio as the nine and ten because you know who can have a playoff without without pop you can't have a playoff without pop it's just not possible it's just not it's just not possible that's two really good defensive teams going against each other and in the surprising shock of all the seven and eight seed i shouldn't even say it, the seven and eight seed los angeles lakers and golden state warriors have to play each other with a winner clay thompson was not broken the warriors would not be sitting there what, what happened to the lakers? that'd probably, like, that'd probably LeBron, be us I'd say. Like, i know lebron has been like Injured. injured a lot this year and so has Anthony Davis but that roster is still stacked like I know it's not a oh, great do I know, do I know he's eager little secret fans here we go Anthony Davis is really overrated like statistically speaking he's actually quite shit it's quite funny why are, we, why are we whispering because if I say this too loud the Lakers fans will get on the boat and come across and kill me probably <laughs> yeah. yeah well if I was looking at forwards so even on the west side um I'd probably rather have... I'd definitely rather have Jokovic, obviously. He's a centre. Centre power forward. So Davis is a centre yeah. power forward, whichever he wants to look at it. Jokovic, like I, I wouldn't pick Aiton over him. No, God, no. Aiton's a good player, but no, he's not Davis. I'd take Kawhi over him. Would you take James Wiseman over him? For a shot, potential. No. No? No. Um, not there yet. Memphis. Would you take Jaron Jackson Jr.? As well, Jaron Jackson Jr. No, Chris Dapps, I'd take over him. Technically, you could also try and take. Oh, this is a big one, Embiid. Over Anthony Davis. Yeah. And the heartbeat. What? Fuck Embiid's off. amazing. Embiid, Embiid can carry a team. Anthony Davis cannot, which he proved before. Well, Embiid's top three for MVP this year. I think it's him. Exactly. I think it's him, Jokic, and somebody else. I don't know who it is. I feel like Devin Booker's in that conversation as well. I probably should be, but who knows? I'll, I'll have a wee. Oh, Giannis as well, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Another thing as well. I forgot Atlanta have crawled away into the playoffs after firing their coach mid-season because they were like near dead last. I think there's something like seventeen and two since he got fired or something like that. Mm. Just a bit. Jokic yeah, so has really gone up, and yeah, he's uh, yeah, he's he's pretty good. Yeah. I'm not Number one at the minute, LeBron James still five. Piss off. Um, number one, everyone's saying Jokic. Yeah, I think it's Jokic and Embiid. Jokic and Embiid, and some a lot of people have Steph Curry. Curry is Steph. basically carrying a team on his own again. Steph Curry so. is doing things that shouldn't be humanly possible. Yeah. I mean, yeah, a lot of people, Jokic, Curry, Embiid appear to be the big three right now. 
Yeah, I think if Curry was higher, if he wasn't the eight seed and had to do this play in tournament, I feel like he'd be a bit higher. If Lillard wasn't injured and not on to be a team, maybe. But well, Lillard did start the year the top MVP. I just think if anybody says LeBron mistaken. James in the conversation, they should just shut up right now. I don't think I don't think any well anyone saying that is a clearly just LeBron James fanboys because he's not been good this year. Because nope. this thing's you happening can't even age. See. Age is just catching up with him, unfortunately. About time. Really? I'm bored. I'm bored of his. Him and Tom Brady need to fuck off and retire. I'm bored of them. They just they but just Tom take Brady's, the fun out of everything. But Tom Brady's just gonna suck the life out of Kyle Trask and make sure he lasts forever. Yeah, Kyle Trask was not drafted to be the future. He was drafted to just get his, his soul consumed. by Tom Brady? Yeah, he's just gonna. Yeah. Be around forever, man. How do you think him and Giselle look so young still? So how they, like, they take the souls know. of twenty-one-year-old quarterbacks and use them as fluid. <laughs> Give them sustenance. It's not avocado ice cream. It's young quarterback. <laughs> it's not the avocado ice cream. Avocado ice cream is a euphemism for uh, getting his hands on undrafted young quarterbacks with potential. Yeah, all these the the, the TB twelve diet, like all that stuff that he makes you do. He's just sitting there laughing because he's like, "That's not what I really do. I just suck the life out of young draft prospects." And, careful saying that sentence then yeah no. yeah, I know you you, I, was, I was moving around that type of sentence and you just said it straight up <laughs> yeah, I didn't say anything too bad well whatever you say um, right will we get to the fun bit I will get to the fun bit in a minute how have you how have you enjoyed your 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 first month of baseball and just realizing that we're all incompetent human beings yeah my trout. just less superior to my trout and Otani yeah um, I'm still learning stuff okay, I'm, um, get, I'm getting you there slowly but you know a lot playing, more now playing MLB the show has been quite helpful also developed <laughs> hatred for certain people. Um, there are certain certain cards in that game you come up against on Diamond Dynasty just hurt just my feelings. Man. Honestly, fuck Ryan Man. Stupid cinder block head in them. Um, Chapman can fuck himself as well. Hundred mile, just... hundred one mile per hour fastball. Literally, can you just hit me in the head and kill me already? <laughs> Just I just throw it in the middle and I still can't hit it. <laughs> but yes, uh, Colin is still learning baseball. It's 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 getting it's quite fun sometimes to. He'll uh, every now and then after the game he'll send me like a highlight and he'll be like, "How is this possible?" It's still funny though because we played quite a few games against each other and if I'm not mistaken, I'm in the positive. Yeah, but Cubs kind of suck this year, bro. I wasn't talking about that. Oh, not the Cubs? Oh, yeah. Well, yes, I will admit. I was talking about our 1v1s then. And if I'm not yes, mistaken, I'm up, I I'm up 4-2. The, rec- the record is 4-2. Yeah, if I'm not but mistaken, which is embarrassing. You have two walk-off wins. Yeah, it's just because I'm clutch and you're not. And we will not Don't talk about Kenley Jansen um, which, fucking juggling a baseball on his elbow and catching it and throwing it to yeah, home. To, to save the game for you. Yeah, yeah it's just we not. Let's ignore that. that. Yeah, yeah. Let's it's ignore that and move on. It's so, not. It's not. Uh, <laughs> um, obviously, our big hiatus last week was uh, due to our our favorite time of the year, the MLB draft. 
or not the MLB draft god damn it the NFL draft yeah. we had three days of <laughs> three days of no sleep really yeah I didn't really I felt like come. comprehend English for a little while <laughs> he didn't comprehend English on night two when I was like I'll turn it on there and he just like walked away yeah I, I didn't really know what you were, you were saying to be honest just sort of oh his brain just yeah. stopped working but um none of our brains are finally working again we've decided to you know break it down a little bit give it we'll give our opinions so we're going to start with our um we'll go with our top five favorite picks and top five picks that we hated we'll go one by one so we'll do one of our favorites and one of our least favorites just skewing over and back so um i'll go first and i think one of my favorite picks in the draft, at the top of the draft, was a Penny Sewell to the Lions. I know, obviously, there's the whole stuff with the Bengals, not picking them, whatever. No comment. The Lions had the opportunity to take the guy that everyone thought they were going to take in Nika Parsons and instead went, fuck that. And they went out and drafted the guy that could probably be the, the corner piece of their offensive line for the next 10 to 12 years if he doesn't die in Detroit, obviously. Yeah. Due to lack of consistency and coaching. Things go to die there. Things do go to die there. But for me, like you see now how hyped that war room was when they made that pick. Like, like it's, a, it's a generational talent at, line, at the lineman position. Like, oh, yeah. And, you know, we all know how to make golf play well make sure he doesn't get hit yeah and don't change your scheme every two minutes Mr. McVay that's yeah Mr. McVay he'll see him he'll see him match seems like a reasonable that. thing to do you know <laughs> um, what was one of your favourite picks uh, number one Justin Fields for me again I, I mean put that in as well it's yeah it's it's not complicated um to put into con- actually, did you hear what he scored on the Wonderlic? He had the highest. He had the highest one thirty. One thirty. Highest. Like, like the highest test score ever. And someone called him dumb before the draft. Dumb. I think it's just because people just for some reason didn't like him. Mahomes and Allen scored a one oh eight for context. So he's not stupid. God. And he's proven he's talented at least. Um, yeah, but it's like for, for me. This is when they picked Mr. Trubisky. I was never like, "This is the franchise quarterback they've always needed." I was kind of like, "It's a bit high for this lad, isn't it?" Well, considering they, they, didn't, they didn't traded not, the, the third round pick to move one spot, it's like why? Um, and like there was way better quarterbacks on the board that year. Isn't all wasn't Mahomes and all that taken that year as well? Oh yeah, Mahomes and Watson. Mahomes, that Watson, year. and was not Josh Allen as well? Was not both? Yes. So that was the year we traded out and they picked it we traded with the Bills and got Billy Price for <laughs> <laughs> move along quickly before you cry again yeah um, yeah. to me it's like the first time I've been a fan since 2010 I have seen them have oh, let's, let's run down the list Jay Cutler <laughs> oh god Smoking Jay himself um, Mike Glennon for a bit uh, Trubisky um who else have they had? They've had some awful ones. They have had some. Well, Rex Grossman at some point. Yeah. yeah, it's not. Well, for me, this is the first thing I've seen. Like, honestly, they could be a playoff team. 
his first year. Oh yeah, really. everyone's like sit behind Andy Dalton. Uh, fuck that. Like I think he'll beat he'll beat out Andy Dalton to be honest. Like if you I go think. and look at their, they didn't have a whole lot of picks obviously because they traded up. But if you look at the two picks they made after Fields, they got Tevin yeah. Jenkins thirty nine, serious pickup, and then in the fifth Very round, at one hundred and fifty one, they pick up Larry Borum, another great offensive line, because no one's a bad offensive line this year because they're all fucking incredible. It's the best year oh, of all line uh, ever. Who's another another pick you liked? Um, I'm actually gonna do a pick I don't like. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna do that way. Okay, cool. We're gonna do it over that way. Uh. I'm going to come out and say it. Green Bay Packers, what the fuck are you doing? Eric Stokes? Yeah. Seriously? He's number, he's number two on my Seriously? list for the worst pick. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Like, like He's not even the best oh, Georgia cornerback. Oh, oh, boy. He runs fast. <laughs> but he's, he's not even the best Georgia he's, cornerback. He, yeah, Tyson Campbell was better than him. And he went five picks later, top of the second. Something like that. Two or three picks later. You had, you had the Campbell is a solid, long corner. Probably going to be a solid guy in the NFL for like a decade, I'd imagine. Eric Stokes is small, fast, and is decent at man coverage. But I'd love to see Eric Stokes come up against Devontae Adams in practice. It's going to be Devontae Adams will put him on his ass. I just, he's, Eric Stokes is not a bad player. He is a mid second round, late second round, early third round player. That's where I thought he'd go. That's why I had him graded. And they took him at the top of the. It's just like. At that Idiotic. point, you still could have picked up. You still could have picked up, obviously, Campbell. We also could have picked up Calvin Joseph, Santa Samuel, and Asante Samuel Jr. Like they're three. Asante Samuel was the best player on the board him. for me. There, Santa Samuel is a baller. I don't know. Everyone just started saying that he's not really a first round prospect. You were gonna fucking regret saying that. Yeah. He is. He's a, he he. It's eerie how much he looks like his dad and plays like his dad. Oh god. And his dad. I didn't get. To, I got to experience older Asante Samuel in my time. But even then, Samuel. even then, he was fucking terrifyingly good at what he did. Yeah, y- young yeah. Asante Samuel. That was, was an absolute poop pick. Um, yeah. What was another cornerback that went in the first round? Now this one is more of a case of not the player's bad or it's a bad pick. It's just confusing. <laughs> um, number nine, Patrick Sertain to the the Broncos. Yeah. Um, Patrick Sertain is the best cornerback cor- in the draft. I think we we were both pretty sure about that. He's the most he's the best all round corner I've seen in quite some time. Um, yeah. Jesse Horn was a close second, but he's a bit more developing to do. I think a little bit more. So Tane right, played against the best wide receivers in college, you know, most of the time, and didn't look like a complete. Like AJ Terrell went in the first round a year yeah. ago, and Jamar Chase made that man look like a little baby. If I'm not mistaken, Sertain held his own against Chase if he played when he played him. If I'm not mistaken, I think he. Um, I think it was one of the few cornerbacks to actually shut down. Jamar I don't think Chase he shut him down. Way. I think it was more of a case of like they actually had a battle. It wasn't just Jamar Chase running by you. I think he held him on hundred yards, which is a yeah, which is um, which is an achievement in its own. Just for the sake of the thought of it, like Denver needed a lot of things, right? Um, like a quarterback, for example. Linebacker. I don't. I'm not a linebacker. I thought Michael Parsons would have been fucking beautiful here. Well, we were sitting there. At this TV, being like, "Wow, has to be Michael Parsons." Already. Yeah, we were like, this has to be Michael, Michael Parsons. Parsons here at nine. What a fucking pick! And then we just hear yeah. Patrick Sertain. You're like, "Sertain," he's like, "Why? What in fuck's name is you doing?" I like, just remember, I can still, I can still see you on the couch, just being like, "What the fuck?" I was just baffled. I was like, "What are you doing?" There's just no need for. It's just, it's so like 
Oh, I have the cornerbacks here now, right? So, let's see. No, this is actually a bit bent. Hold on now. This is, they're missing half the, oh, why have they done this to me? They've betrayed me. Anyway, there's a guy's like Ronald, is it Ronald Darby, as his name is now, I think. Bradley yeah. Roby, sorry, wrong one. Or is it Darby? Or is it both? I don't know. They have like four good corners on their team, to put into context. Like, that isn't a joke. It's not Bradley Roby, I think it's, yeah. it's Ronald Darby, I'm pretty sure. They have um, four. They've they've two, three guys that are legit starting corners, and then another really good corner, yeah. and then they've added here. Patrick yeah, here we go. That. Right, so the cornerbacks they have Kyle Fuller. They signed them. Big money. right, big money. Ronald Darby, really good corner. Bryce Callahan, really good corner. Really good corner. Really good corner. Um, the guy that drafted after uh, Michael Ojemudia, I can never say his name right. He's looking like he's going to be good. He's a good. And then Patrick Sertain. Like and then they draft Patrick Sertain, and then the seventh round they draft Kerry Vincent Jr., who's a, who's going to be a steal. Paid for LSU, right? And I, I read a comment somewhere that was like, oh, and they drafted two safeties. This is this is the thing. So someone was like the other day. I read a comment saying, um, move Sertain to like the free safety, let him roam. They've already got two legitimate Pro Bowl safeties. No, Cream Jackson's gone. Is he? Yeah, he's gone. I'm pretty sure he's gone. Oh. Um, so that's why they drafted Jamar Chase and uh, Jamar Johnson, sorry, and Caden uh, Stearns, who are both really good young safeties with potential. But why do you draft two yeah. of them? Look, I'll give it to the Broncos. Look, they picked the defensive back the, core is terrifying. They got but, one of the best cornerbacks in the league, but you didn't need him. And let's be honest, middle linebacker they got Bar- Baron Browning, which I liked. That's the only reason this draft class, and they got uh, Quinn Miners on the on the on the, as well, who was the who was the small school guy this year, guard yeah. center, right? Because of those two picks, that's the only reason this isn't the worst draft class. Not because they picked bad players. There's just so many other needs, like yeah. this thing called a quarterback, and just you wait till I get to my fucking pick that they took in the second round, because you're gonna, I'm just gonna start screaming down the microphone, Lena, because how mad I am at them for doing it to me. Um. So my, positive, my other, what are my other top? So, I um I kind of combined two picks here for the Colts because uh, I felt like last year, right? One of the Colts' major problems, I felt like they didn't have enough pass no, rush. Yeah, they had Buckner, fantastic. I love defense tackle though. I love Buckner, but you can move Buckner inside now, and then you go out and you he get Quiddy, you get Quiddy Pay at twenty one. Mm. But Forrest Buckner was never outside in the first place. That's, mis- that's a mistake they, on your but part. They moved him, but they moved well, they had him. to move him because they had no one else in the fucking team. But that's what I mean. They get the, now, but now, now they he gets these two guys. He gets that. to legitimately stay there the whole yeah. year. And he's yeah, a mismatch on his own because of his size, weight, and length. A solid pick. Yeah. And then you, so you get Quiddy Pay at 21, and then you go out and you get the Vanderbilt boy, Deo. Deo at just yeah. Deo. <laughs> they they just they just went after the guys they needed, which was pass rush. There's not really a lot of other a linebacker I thought they were gonna go for something. Um I think and when up, it came to their second round pick, a lot of linebackers were gone because obviously we had Xavion yeah. go with us, Mika yeah. Parsons go. You had Jimin Davis, the guy I loved, went in the first round. Yeah. Weirdly enough. I think you also had a few guys at the top of the at the top of the second round, linebackers go as well. So they, I think they just went, let's get one guy for the left, one guy for the right, 
and keep Buckner in the middle at all times. And now, in that division, like, the Texans must be just looking at that being like, well, Tyrod Taylor's going to get killed. Deo Odiyingbo. Deo Odiyingbo. Love it. Yeah. I like the guy. Could never Great say name. his first, could never say his second name. Guys that I you can't usually pick. say the name ended up being really solid fucking players. It's just it's just fact, right? Yeah, it's just straight facts. It's straight fucking facts. And then so what's I like your, their, uh, Oh, my next pick. I like the next. Most. You like the man who ch- who changed back to his original name overnight because he said, and it hurts that he's in my division because this happens every year, where players I love end up getting drafted by oh, the Browns, man. Steelers, or Ravens. Uh, Ode away. Or Jason Owey, as he was known to everybody, but he's, he's he's going with his heritage. He says, I'm pretty sure the statement was, they're going to have to fucking say my name properly now, which is a pretty good way of staying it. So, yeah, I you know how? I was very big on him before the draft. How? 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 Because, well, no, people, because his production wasn't all that, because he didn't have sex, right? Yeah, I know, but in God a shortened year. But also, round. his pressures were pretty good, so I don't really know what they were on about. Just, I'm sorry, when you're 6'5 to 65 and you'd run a 4'3, what is it, a 4'39? Yeah. And you're, and you're not a bad pass rusher. Like, I think he has work to do, for sure. He's probably going to sit behind Fran McPhee uh, on Look the Ravens the for a year Look now. the team he lands on. Yeah, he lands on a team where like he has a year to sit behind a guy like Fran McPhee, who's a solid edge rusher. And he's a bigger guy as well, so he's of a similar nature to him. And basically next year just be a monster, and I can't wait for Joe Burrow to lose another knee to Oway. Like I'm, I, I'm scared because Oway's there now. He's there with, and Clay's Campbell is there as well. Then you go to Cleveland, you have Miles Garrett, Jadavion Clowney now, wonderful. And you go to Pittsburgh, and you have T.J. Watt, and th- that's really it now because that, mark my words, they're gonna finish bottom of the division. They're going to be so much shit with us. I could, I could easily see it. I seen a really funny comment on Reddit recently where we were talking about how we re- some guy was talking about how we were like the Jackson Carmen pick, our second round pick. Yeah, you can take jabs at our draft all you want. I can, I'm totally okay with it. It was a weird, it wasn't a bad draft, but it's questionable. Um, and someone said, um, yeah, I really love Joe Burrow and all this stuff. And then the Steelers fan commented, yeah, how many times do you think he's going to go down this year? I thought to myself. You realize somehow in the space of the entire offseason, the Steelers' offensive line got worse than ours. I'm going to name a player for you, Ben. David DeCastro. Who else is on that deep offensive line? I, I I will touch on this later with another pick. So I might will maybe save this. Who else is on that offensive line? There is nobody. Exactly. They lost. Should they lost or they lost? Uh, Villanueva's gone. Gilbert's been gone for two years. Pouncey retired. They don't even have a left guard. Oh God. No. And you think Burrow's a young player who can move. Well, let's hope he can. Um, <laughs> ben Roethlisberger is an aging <clears throat> sex offender um, individual who um, I'm going to hope that doesn't come up on the mic properly what I just said. But Because, um, <laughs> we'll you know, if, if you go to your local Google browser or whatever you like to use and look up Ben Roethlisberger character concerns, you know, there's all sorts of wonderful stuff about certain accusations and moving along getting married around the same time um yeah we're going to move on from that anyway um yeah so that's i think he's going to be the best pass rusher in this draft class three years from now it's a it's a it's a scary one yeah he's ter- terrifying so who's um, your next shit a little bit worst one um 
just because I hate the draft because I feel like they like this is not because when I say this first name, if anyone listened to the I last episode, going. the people who listened to the, the the one before this, this was my number one guy that I was like, get this guy late, he could be a star. But he went and fucking took a shit on that, and you've ruined them now before he's even played. I disagree, but you're gonna kill it, right? I just hated. He's not the gonna first play. Piece. I hated. Chill the out. By the Texans, I hated them. What? Yeah, hated them. What's wrong with Brevin Jordan? I said the first two. I like Brevin Jordan. Yeah, the first two picks are Brevin Jordan and was it Nico Collins? Was the no, one? it was Davis Mills and Nico Collins. What's wrong with Nico Collins? Even I like him. He plays for fucking Michigan. I just, I. He's big. He's tall. He gets the ball. I like, what? just don't think I like any of the Texans draft because they have so many holes. That this is a. It's not their sixth. fault that this fucking is big Billy O, big Billy, big big Bob O'Brien traded away that picture to get a tackle. This is an sake. 0-16 team. This is an 0-16 yeah. team well, if but I've like, ever seen. But like, I think, is it David Culley's the new head coach and I think he's technically their GM as well or something because, you know, yeah, the why did they got GMs. Like, the Texans are egos. They're just higher. Take it from GM, me. You need sake. a GM. We don't have one. Look at us. Fucking hell. Well, David Culley doesn't seem like a complete moron. Let's be honest. He's not Billy O'Brien who is a fucking moron. Right? Like, this team is just, for a team that I, I loved three years it's ago. It's fun. Like, you're... Your absolute donkey of a head coach who traded away Jadavion Clowney re- basically was responsible for JJ Watt's release. Let's be honest here. Traded away um, who was, who was the best own? receiver, the best receiver they ever in had in NFL and Hopkins because fucking at the time for he was the best receiver in the for NFL. What a for third rounder! The Arizona Cardinals mugged them off. Clowney mugged them off as well. Wherever the Seahawks mugged them off. Um, JJ Watt left because of the basically because O'Brien took away like five years of his career because of injuries and shit coaching, and now yeah, Will Fuller he couldn't he couldn't resign Will Fuller because of that either as well. The quarterback wanted to leave and his career has gone down the shitter because of all sorts of sexual allegations because of stupidity probably on his behalf as it's looking. Well, so he's not. He's not again. He's not going to be playing this year. For starters. Oh, he's done for the year. Like, there's no. They have to sort all this shit. And if even if it does get sorted out, because he's even involved in it, Goodell's gonna have to do something. Then the Halo Tree ban hammer on him. <laughs> ban hammer um, struck yeah. upon. Yeah. But, I just okay. Didn't like, go back. Yeah. Go back to your point. I didn't like the Texans draft. Like they've. It's. It's not even. Like at the top of the third round, you've got so few picks. You had five picks all year. And then. You use one on Davis Mills, which again I like Davis Mills. I would have rather them go to a different team and sit behind <laughs> a better quarterback, probably Vikings, or anyone really, and sit behind a better quarterback and learn more. But instead, he's either going to get thrust into the starting position way too early because Tyrod Taylor's going to get killed, and he's going to have to try well, and. Their offensive line is not that shit. <laughs> they have tons. Of Take them. it from me, Ben, and you. You know what shit offensive line looks like, and I know what it looks like. It isn't as bad as what we've had to witness over the past five years. I know, but I had to watch the human turnstile Bobby Hart play right tackle for two but years. If you, two if years. You look, look at your division now. Look at oh, your division. Fucked. Look at those D linemen that are going to be coming at Tyrod Taylor. That O line's good, but against all that, they're screwed. Oh, I mean, think about it. Who's the number Let's one receiver? Who did who the Titans have? But who's the number one receiver? Texans. Uh, Brandon Cooks. When healthy is a good corner quarterback. Well, wide receiver. <laughs> but at running back, 
Philip Lindsay. When healthy. Philip Lindsay with them as well? Philip Lindsay did it there, yeah. That's See, even worse. Difficulty is so not. It's, it's a lot of injury yeah, prone players. There's another guy. That's what I'm about to say. I was about to make that's fun of David Johnson. I was about to make fun of David Johnson, who, when he's healthy, is a star. And he just go Philip Lindsay, and I'm like, well, shit, there's another guy who, Jesus. when healthy, is a star. Hospital team. You're basically just doing what Bill O'Brien was doing, sending hospital players. Tyro Taylor as well. Like, Tyro Taylor lost a starting job. In the at the charges because of a freak. <laughs> he's not lost. to everybody. He's he keeps losing starting jobs because but what of what if freak Davis injuries. Mills? What if what if Davis Mills suddenly just comes crawling out of the wreckage of that team if and becomes David, the franchise if Davis Mills turns it all around? Like what I if love he does? the dude. I love the dude. As long as he can stay healthy, I, he can throw as many shitty intercepts. He he could but, even do a Nathan Peterman game for all. But the you know what this care. roster looks like? This roster looks like the roster that can't Don't say it. No, no, fuck off, nah, no. It's terrible. It is not that bad. It isn't. They have it's terrible. a good defense. No, no, no. They have a good defensive backcourt. They have solid linebackers. The defensive line is wank, I will agree. Their offensive line is mediocre. Their receivers are injury prone, and so are their running backs. And so are their quarterbacks. It is not that. Do not even dare insult David Carr's memory with that. David Carr was playing with a bunch of fucking amateurs. David Carr has to pretend to like being an analyst for this shit. <laughs> he had to be Eli Manning's backup because of that. How embarrassing that is to be. Think of other memes like Lorenzen, the fat le- hefty lefty, who's dead because he was hefty. I don't it's mean to be a dick, but yeah, unfortunate, unfortunate, of course. It's just a joke. Um, you know, Don't take it seriously. Um, but no, we will move on there because I know one day we are going to be covering the city of Houston in a special. One day. Yes, there is the first special is going to be specifically on my pain of being a Bengals Bungles. fan. I'm just finishing off college, and then it's going to be that's going to be my main thing. Um, so we do have some right, special so episodes coming soon. Yes, we'll, we'll move on before we lose too much time. Lose what was your time, second yes. most hated? Hated, right? As I said, very similar to your Davis Mills business. Who's going to be your guy? Who's your boy? My boy was Javante Williams. Running back. Yeah. Broke, breaks tackles, gets through the hole. Oh, he doesn't do fancy jukes. Uh, fuck off, right? He's going to be a Pro Bowl running back in the NFL. Or so I thought. Because he can't fucking play if he's in Denver behind Melvin Gordon. Why would you pick... Div- <laughs> I don't understand. You, did, you weren't playing Philip Lindsay when he was there. So why do you draft a second running back? I love how your two top, your two top most hated picks are both Denver. But the annoying thing is, they're both great players. You just didn't fucking need them. It's a It's baffling. Yeah, it's, it's like, another... That's why I can't give them the worst grade, because they're good players and they're going to help the team. And this will probably all blow back Broncos, when Melvin Gordon... Gets injured or something, and Sertain becomes the starting cornerback, and I look silly saying this, but as things, and I hope they work out because I like both of those players, and I don't really hate the Broncos. I think they're not right; they're a pretty good organization, and I don't hate them. And Vic Fangio was always interesting, even though he has like fifteen thousand defensive backs. Fucking Mongo. Um, but anyway, it's just frustrating for me because I have to watch him sit on the bench for four years, unless yeah, um, he he proves me right and outdoes that. Crybaby of a running back that is Melvin. You know what's, um, you know what the worst thing is about the Broncos draft. Just while we have it here, quickly, we're just touching this quickly. The Broncos had an incredible draft. They just Even didn't with those two picks, half of it. 
Like, if you exclude, like, if I showed you, like, say if they had, didn't have a first and second round pick, if I showed oh. you all their picks from the third Seth Williams, solid receiver, Quinnen Miners, it's going to be a Quinn solid Myers, center. Baron Browning, Stearns, yes. Johnson, Seth Williams, Gary Vincent Jr. is a great pickup in the seventh. Very, very good corner. Yeah, very good player. And you know another great pickup in the seventh? Jonathan Cooper out of Ohio State. Another yes, fabulous another really rusher. solid player. And you know what's an even another great edge rusher? Fucking Marquise Spencer out of Mississippi State in the seventh round. Like they yeah. had, they had a great like turn to the seventh. They just didn't need half of it. But if they, great draft, if they, if great they players. Needed, they just didn't need. If half. they needed a cornerback and running back, this is the best draft. This class is the best draft this year. Yes, the best. But you drafted too too many safeties, too too many corners, a running back you don't need, a linebacker you're probably not gonna start because you're just stupid. And a guard who a center who let's be honest you don't need. Yeah. You're, you, I mean, like your your three starting guards next year is probably going to be Cushenberry at center, Graham Glasgow at right guard, and probably Nathan Moody at left left guard. And you have Bowles at uh, left tackle, and you have Dalton Reisner at right tackle, who I thought was their left guard, but obviously he's playing tackle because they got rid of uh, James. Dalton Reisner is a solid player; he can fucking play there easy. Um, but yeah move on that. my next one that I liked a lot we touched on earlier just what a perfect situation to fall into Asante Samuel Jr. to the Chargers yeah. on my list oh, solid he so, should never such have a been there. solid player it's ridiculous he that he was even there he should never have been there no it's a, not it's even remotely it is one of the best picks in draft by far yeah um, what was your next one you liked the most uh, is next kind of complaining about people now Hmm. I'm gonna complain. I'm gonna, best it's, it's it's a bad pick for me now, is it not? No, no, it's, no, it's not. It's a good one. Sorry, a you're pick. right. Um, Aziz Ojolari going to the Giants. Um, yeah. Really for me, I have again been watching this league for a decade now. Since Justin Tuck left the team and that's a fucking and Jason Pierre-Paul left the team which is a long fucking time ago they have not had an edge rusher work no. their weight in salt they play at 3-4 and they're starting Lorenzo Carr and O'Shawn Zimini's for three fucking years now but well, Lorenzo had Carr Le- they've had Leonard Williams haven't they they still haven't yeah but yeah. he's in that's yeah. interior they need a yeah. guy who's gonna come off the edge I screamed about Ojolari um, I thought he'd go to the Dolphins but they ended up picking another great pick which I'm sure you're gonna touch on at some point, um, I won't. I won't oh, beat you to worry. that. It's, my, on your it's, list? it's my next one. Don't worry. It's your next one, right? So I won't talk about <laughs> it. I think Ojolari could easily end up having the best production year one. Yeah. For me, I think he could easily be a ten sack a year edge rusher. Do I think he's easily. Von Miller type elite? No. Is anybody Von so. Miller type elite? It's very hard yes. To be I think Miller. Jason Owe is that kind of elite. Oh, well, oh, Ofede Owe. Sorry, Owe. I, I can't say that. I'm not Nigerian, so I, um, I, think, I think he's Nigerian. If I'm not mistaken. I'm pretty sure him and Qu- Quiddy Pays. Oh, Sierra Leone? Oh, no, he's not. I'm not going to guess where they're from. Because uh, um, I can't remember. The next yeah, I like pick that, that I. Next pick that I hate a lot. Because you've kind of just touched on it there. There was a lot of talent at the edge in the second round, or even at the end of the first. And then the Saints turn around and pick Peyton Turner. Yeah, a late second round, early third round prospect. An odd one. I like I him, t- so I didn't put him on my list, but it's an odd I, one. I, but again, for me, 
like the reason the like what you have your, the Wii. you have your intense hatred of Marcus Davenport for some particular reason I just don't like because I just don't like him much he hasn't played back in the day yeah, that's, he yeah, hasn't played and now he's going to play because Trey Hendrickson's gone because we yeah. overpaid for him because we're geniuses I just this this pick for me it's not that I like again I pretty much I'm pretty sure I shouted out Peyton Turner in our pre-draft special he's solid yeah I like the guy he's really good but picking him up at the top of the first is a mm. reach when the talent that was left was still not there the, not the biggest reach in the first round oh god no. We know who that um, is. Yeah. I don't even think he's on my top five. But, yeah. So that's my... Who's your next head? What pick did you not like? <sighs> Dwayne Eskridge. Second round receiver. Going to the Seahawks. Yeah. Now, you would think... Dwayne Eskridge had solid college numbers. I would say... You would be right to say so. Um, I'm just going to just ream off some receivers that went after him. Tutu Atwell, who's better Fantastic. than him. Terrace Marshall. I don't even need to fucking explain why. I don't even know why he's down there. That was another That was another draft fall which didn't make sense to me. Like Yeah, it's, again, it's like... And then even in the third round, like guys that went just after him again the next, the following round. Like, it's just baffling like some of these players they that went here oh I'm just getting through the list of them now Josh Palmer yeah, I mean Josh, Josh Palmer, Palmer was probably on a similar Diami Brown is about twice the player Amari Rogers probably of a similar level Nico Collins who you hate for some magical reason um, I, I, no, Anthony Schwartz probably of a similar na- level I mean like yeah I'd say I, there's like four receivers that went after him that were better than him now, did they need a receiver that desperately? No. Do you need a lot of Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf? Not particularly. And you have Gerald Everett and Will Disley at tight end, so it's not like you don't have weapons. What you did yeah. need was offensive linemen because, you know, you've been what trying to get Russell with, um, Wilson killed for three years now. It's hilarious. What is it with two of the best quarterbacks in the league being like, one of them being like, I want a weapon, and then being like, no one's like, well, I want out of this team. And then the other one being like, please just give me some protection. Linemen. Please give me protection. And they have like, the one brand receiver. who is like a 35-year-old left tackle. And I and Gabe Jackson's gone. I think they've improved it, obviously. But again, um, I just it's, I don't like the value of it. It's a good player, but just not for me. The next, so my one here is more of a combination pick again. Um, the Dolphins' top five picks. Holy really? Jesus. I love the Jalen Wadden pick. Um, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna touch on that pick after the dra- after we do this now. I have some rant to go I, on. You love those. I love, I love picking up Jalen Phillips, and not not mm. only because they picked him up in the first round, and I still think he's like, the probably could has the potential to be the best defensive player oh, yeah. from this draft. He falls into Brian Flores's lap. Yeah, of all coaches to get of his dirty all hands the over people him. you let get him, it's the one guy who I'm pretty sure I said, I'm pretty sure. In my pre-draft, I was like, if if the Dolphins can get him in like the second or third round and fall to Brian Flores, that's a perfect, perfect combo. And instead, they just go, you know what, fuck it, we have two first-round picks, let's get him now. Mm. He could be a star. Um, Jevin Holland, fantastic safety. And then, obviously, getting Lee Meikenberg. 
that late again it's just mm. another weird one now again the Hunter Long one we both like Hunter Long but did they really need him no. it's one of the, it's kind of like the Sartain and Williams is like you're picking more of what you already yeah, have like you don't need him it's a bit pointless it's a bit of a point there were, there were some players on the board around then I would have liked them to have taken but it's but a good yeah. draft Duh, as much as I hate Miami for personal reasons but like you get you improve two areas like the, actually adding Jevon Holland to Javon. I'm pretty sure Javon sorry I'm pretty sure that was the best if not one of the top five best pass protection defenses in the league wasn't it or sorry def- defensive back whatever one yeah, of the best when you have Byron Jones and Xavier on hair running around I'm pretty sure one of their safeties is really good I'm pretty sure they had a really good like they were really in my good opinion they needed another edge rusher that was their biggest need and they got it so I felt like they needed another weapon to pick them up and then they got they got another great person on that old line Boom. in Eichenberg great draft Um, what was one of your next ones My one of my boys, Boogie Basham himself, big Boogie. Carlos Basham went towards the bottom of the second for the Bills of all fucking teams to get him. Yeah, I f- I feel like uh, he is the Phillips. best four three pass rusher in the draft. Better than Quiddy Pay, I believe it personally. I'm sorry if your name's Boogie, and you're not the Marcus Cousins in the NBA, then you're good. Um, I think. Getting him and Gre- I'm going to make this a double one. Him and Gregory uh, Rosa, however you pronounce his name, I'm not going to make an attempt at it. Like, when you get to, you get a guy who's got production. He's not the biggest guy, Carlos Basham. He's got the size you want for a 4 3 guy, which is what you have. But when you have AJ Espinosa from last year, Gregory Rosa, and Carlos Basham as your three young pass rushers. Yeah. I mean, like. I'm saying there's no way in hell not one of them becomes elite. Yeah, I'd be surprised if two of them didn't. All three of them, I wouldn't surprise me. Why well, you have a two eighty six four guy in Espinosa six five, Gregory is what six six two seventy. Basham is like six three two sixty, but also runs like a four six, which is fucking terrifying. Basham's terrifying, and again, yeah, kind of like Phillips lands in a great situation there. Yeah, he doesn't. You just you can get the and then you have guys like Mario Addison to learn from like veteran pass yeah. rushers. Like it's, I like it, but just be simply because of the fit. And I like and uh, if Bengals and, and Bills fans are like, bros, you know. Yeah. If if there was any um, other team to win a Super Bowl, I'd want to be the Bills. So that's basically. Um, my next hated pick. It's a simple. One. It's actually my last hated one because my other one outside of this was Patrick Sartain, but we've already kind of covered him. Mm. Um, I just. I just hated the Najee Harris pick. Yeah, he's on my list as well. I don't like it either. Oh, and not because like, it's guy he's gone to Schittsburg. I just think for like, for some reason in the back of my mind I'm like with that offensive line and the amount of workload he had in college, he's gonna get fucking murdered. But I really someone think. made I read a report someone that the Steelers wanted a running back who made better yards after contact, right? But I'm pretty sure that if I read if I read it correctly. Right. ETN is more. I'm pretty sure, sh- yeah, ETN probably is more well, but I'm also pretty sure that James Conner averaged like 4.6 after contact. And you've got and him for a fucking chump change. The yeah, best, so. and the best, I think the best yards after contact in the NFL was. Oh, it's Derek. 
Has I to be Derek. Was it Derek Henry? I think it oh, might have been Derek on. Henry. And it was only, and you know what it was? It was only one yard better than James, James Conner. Because James Conner's a bounce back, as I like to call him, the guy that just people so, bounce like, off him. Javante Williams is, is, is that guy coming out of the draft class and you get Najee Harris who's basically... That you think Najee Harris is going to be better after the contact than Williams or James Conner? I don't think he is. No. He's going to get destroyed. This, they At the position they were in, they could still have taken Eichenberg. Tevin Jenkins. still have taken Tevin Jenkins. Cosme. They need Cosme a tackle. They, 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 they don't was, have either tackle. There was five guys left on the board at least that when that pick came up, me and you were like... This has to be an old lineman here, and then they go Najee Harris. No, like, we knew we 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 were saying start like they have to pick a tackle there, we knew. and then we got to round pick twenty. We're like they're gonna pick fucking Najee Harris. But we were both sitting there being like, "There's so many offensive linemen. This is falling perfectly for them. They didn't have to trade up. They didn't have to trade down. They can just nope. take that. They can just take an old lineman here, Jenkins. and it'd be great. And then Najee Harris is the pick, and it's like, are you fucking stupid? I think so. I think it's an awful pick. Oh, I think terrible. if Najee if Najee Harris is going in the first round and John Inter didn't go last year, people are fucking stupid. Oh, it's so it's, you, and you said last year I don't know about John Taylor's workload. What did he do when he came to the NFL when Marlon Mack went down? Oh, fucking r- absolutely dominated people when he was running. We I both said loved it. John I told you he was gonna. Yeah, but you you weren't sure about the workload problem. I'm if you think scared. John and Taylor is an exception, you would be probably correct. I am always scared. Since I think now, now in Trent, this division, Trent Richardson, though, isn't it Trent Richardson? Trent Richardson. Since Same the Trent thing. Richardson pick, clone. I am, I am scared of running backs who've like first had round. like, who have not even first round, who've had like over like three hundred to four hundred carries by the time they come into the NFL. It scares the shit out of me. It's because like, the lifespan of a running back is what five to six years. In the NFL currently, yeah, that's about that. Course. Unless you're AP. And then you're just a freaking nature who can still do it when he's like in his, what, 15th season? Who knows? Too many seasons. Yeah. Um. So was do you have another hated pick here or have we covered all yours? Oh, I have a, I have a handful. I said five. Only five. Well, how many have I said? Three? Three. Four? So you have two. Well, no, yeah, um, Najee was one of them. So we'll do one. Get me, give me one more. Dribble Cox. I thought this was another why the fuck are you picking him pick. You just drafted Micah Parsons. Sean Lee retired, but this is the Cowboys, of course. Sean Lee retired. You replace him with Micah Parsons. Fabulous pick. I, yeah, right. Yes, Lytton van der Esch is a monster. Uh, I get it. Jalen Smith had injury problems in college. He hasn't really been too injured in the NFL. I think he's been grand. Um, You have three Pro Bowl caliber potential linebackers. And you picked two corners that I think Kevin Joseph's great, and you picked that that uh, right from I think it's Oregon State or Oklahoma State that I wasn't gone on at all. I thought it was a reach for him, and then you just picked Jabril Cox, which confused. If you played a three-four defense, even still, it would make because you have three starring linebackers, right? You needed you got you, you did get a good defensive tackle, and um, I'm not gonna fucking say his name. His first name's Osa. I can't say a second name. I'm not going to. Um, you probably needed edge rusher. Yeah, you have Demarcus Lawrence for sure, but you've no one else to go with him. Defense tackles is just a toss up of a bunch of young tack defense tackles. No guarantee they're going to work like Gallimore and this new guy Osa Odigazua or whatever you pronounce his name. It, just to me, it's just a waste of a player. Yeah, 
I know a lot of people weren't overly gone under Bill Cox and were really on him, but I like him. But bad pick for me. Um, my last pick that I liked a lot before we get into our, you know, our steals and then our opinion on yeah. the best and worst drafts, the entire thing. Um, another one of your guys, I love the situation he's landed in, and that is a uh, that's Big Chuba, Chuba Hubbard, Chuba Hubbard, Chuba Hubbard, like that. You cannot tell me right now. But that's not one of the scariest running back combos you can see. Christian McCaffrey and Chubba Hubbard. Yeah, when Mike Davis played when um, he went down and he was really solid. So Chubba Hubbard's of a similar type of um, back, I suppose. Um, I mean, like, just looking at some of these first-round picks for running backs in recent memory is interesting like because there hasn't really it. been bad picks right let's just because uh, you want to we'll, we'll get through this and we'll talk about this because then we're going to open the floor to a bunch of random topics you want to talk about about the draft so um go ahead with your your steal was um chubba was it no it was, your, no, your no, was my pick. that was my last top five who was your last right, top so, five pick um Trayvon Morig, I'm saying the second name wrong. We heard it how it was pronounced correctly, but the fact yeah. he fell that far. You and I were sitting there for a good 15 picks going, this has to be Trayvon. We were like, it's right? Trayvon. Oh, it's Trayvon. Okay, next one. Next and someone picks Trayvon Holland, and we're like, Ugh. that's why I didn't yeah. give Trayvon Holland a good pick, because Trayvon was still on the fucking board. Need a strong safety. Trayvon is a strong safety through and through. I don't know why you don't pick him. It's confusing. But listen. Yeah, so who's your steal of the draft, Ben? Uh, steal of the draft is because I know we covered, so obviously we covered. Um, Sartain and JC Horn, how they were the two best, right? Mm. But this, for me, it's a steal because if it works out, he could easily be the best one, and that's Caleb Farley at twenty-two. Yeah, that's. that's I know. I I know. I'm worried about. I and I said it last the last time about his his two back surgeries. Obviously, a major concern. But goddamn, if he turn if he's the if he if he wasn't injured, he's probably a top five cornerback. Yeah. In the league, easily. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's not really you can't really say anything bad about it apart from the injury. That's at twenty two, like I, I didn't even think he'd be there at twenty two. To be honest, I kind of thought he'd be gone before. Once Sartain went that early, and then Horn was gone in the top ten, I was like, oh, this is this is it. Like, this is there's no more cornerbacks. Mm. Farley is not going to make it to the end of this round, and then he did weirdly enough. So, and who was your who was your offensive steal? Oh, my offensive steal is a, is an easy one. I, I like it was almost one that went under the radar until I reviewed everything the day after. Uh, it's a Kansas City Chiefs pick. Um, so obviously the Kansas City Chiefs lost. They lost Sammy Watkins this year, didn't they? Yeah. Uh, you've just gone to replace him straight away with Cornell Powell in the fifth round for Patrick Mahomes to just fucking fling balls deep. That's a good. That's a good shout for that. Actually, I will say to you, it's one of them ones that just went under the radar in round five, and it only was till I was reviewing them all a few days later. I went, they got Cornell Powell in the fifth round yeah, for that offense. Really, really solid. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not really that bad you can say about it. To be honest with you, it's like it's just solid, man. It really is. Yeah. Um, um, who was your offensive and offensive Terrace Marshall a great pick up late, in the, late there I mean like you lose Curtis Samuel and you probably replace him with someone who's better easily better 
like easily better. Like I can't express enough that the fact that they're gonna have Burrow's three main receivers were Jefferson, Marshall, and Chase. Chase is gonna work out. I don't care what anybody says. There's no way and he doesn't. Jefferson has proven that he's already worked out. So why would Terrace Marshall not work? Like we'll we'll see. I'd say within two or three years, I'd say we'll see all of them in the Pro Bowl. Wouldn't, the same year wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me at all. At all, in the slightest. No, I I really um, wouldn't. Who is your defensive steal you draft? Well, this was sort of a I kind of looked for the late rounds, for my opinion. But um, nothing really stuck out to me that much. I like the the Ohio State linebackers, Baron Browning and Pete Warner going. But in the end, nothing for me gets better than Carlos Basham. Yeah, Carlos Basham is. I, I'm sorry, like late steal. second round, for a yeah, guy a I had predicted going late first round because I wanted him to go there instead of him actually going there. Yeah, I mean, it's just right. So who's your who is your worst defensive pick of the draft? Uh, you touched on him earlier. I thought the Jabril Cox pick was terrible, for the talent that was left in the draft, at that stage, you pick up another linebacker which you don't need. It's a waste of a pick. There's been some serious waste in the picking this year. I, out of all the years, this seems to be the one. With it's probably the one of the most talented drafts we've had since maybe 2010. Probably. And people have just wasted certain picks. Like there's at least 10 to 12 picks this year that were just wasted on things they don't need. But I hated I hate the Jabril Cox prick. Um, I have a bit of a rant about my worst offensive. So if you want to maybe go to your defensive first before Eric I rant, I get yeah, don't totally to agree. It. Don't have to explain he's it. A mi- he's a midget but mediocre man who can run. It's not. He's, he's gonna not get a good trucked. player. He's gonna get killed. He's gonna get absolutely slapped by people. Alan Robinson is gonna just literally. Well. Alan Robinson's gonna pick him up and just fucking run over. Yeah, him. he's play uh, Alan Robinson, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen. Who's oh my god, I forgot Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson's gonna murder him. Justin Jefferson's gonna kill him. He's <laughs> he's gonna get, him forget about that. In, in in camp, he's gonna get killed by fucking the be- probably the best probably. Amari Rogers is gonna fuck him up in camp. That's a sick pick as well. That's another sick That's one. Another uh, who's your pick. worst offensive pick? I was stuck on this one. I won't lie to you. I thought about Javante Williams, but I think that's a, that's just a embarrassing just bef- to Javante. Before Williams. you say it, before you say, it, let me know the position in case we've got the same one. Um, <laughs> this one might cause some problems. It's a receiver. Okay, no, we're not the same. Um, this one is more of a discussion of sorts. Um, and this is I'm gonna, this is what gonna open up to the fl- actually you know what I'm gonna leave it right because right. it's a rant but it's gonna go into the rant that I want to talk about at the end. Right. And you're gonna give out to me for this one because it's not that he's a bad player. I just think it's ridiculous they didn't get as much shit as we did. So, just go with your whatever you're gonna say. Um, my worst offensive pick of the draft was a quarterback and it's not Davis Mills and it's not Kyle Trask Matt Jones the fuck does Ian Book get picked by the Saints I don't know I thought if Sam Ellinger is going lower than him I think it's embarrassing are you trying to tell me that they think that Ian Book is a starting quarterback you've lost Drew Brees this year if you're looking to, you need you need three quarterbacks in that room that you can be like, we need to pick one of these guys in the next two or three years. Obviously, Taysom Hill is old. He's not going to be there for much longer. 
he's got what three year contract we'll see how that runs uh, James Winston I know interception he's James Winston has improved on the Drew Brees but he got one year that's not enough yeah. and you, if, if the both of them go down you're trying to tell me that Utah Ian Book is the guy no. are you for fucking real no I think yeah, it's, I've uh, been very clear about how shite we think he is I when I woke up and I seen that and people were like it's not a bad pick I'm like Ian Book is terrible I think he's terrible yeah I, I, I he got, and you know what I have covered. I have a I have a deep love for Sam Ellinger who unfortunately lost his brother a few days ago yeah it's pretty um, sad which is, which is depressing because he lost his dad as well uh, back when he was 12 uh, he's seen that during the Elite 11 and stuff like that which is a great series about, about the high school quarterbacks yeah so if there's any guy who knows what the fuck adversity is I would say it's Sam fucking Ellinger who played three years at Texas and was solid until this year where he played against a really bunch of good competition and just didn't work out for him that well. I felt like he um, fell he fell into it. He felt like that's for me is a great pick that he got at the Colts. Yeah, but I don't I I don't if Karen, I think I think Carson Wentz is gonna work out there. Do you think I wanted him to go were, to somewhere where he can just win it out. Do you think um do you think when they were making that pick the Colts called Wentz and they were like Wentz, Wentz, listen, listen, listen. Well, I mean, I think if it's a six or seven round quarterback, I don't think he'd take it that seriously. It's just like it's a it's a it's a quarterback we're taking here. It's just a backup. Do it's a weird worry. pick for me though because they have Jacob Beeson as a backup quarterback they drafted yeah. in the fifth round a few years ago, which is a bit confusing. But he's so, a very talented quarterback with his ability to move. I like him. I think don't be surprised if Ettinger is one of those Fitzpatrick type quarterbacks in the future. Easily, easily. Um, I wouldn't put it past him. My worst draft is the Seahawks because. They only had three picks. Oh, we're in the same division. Who did you rate as the worst? Rams. Yeah, they're right. Instead of 2 2 at well, that draft is fucking wank. Yeah. It's making me smile because we actually had a good draft for one side side of. Although the Rams did draft Jake Funk. <laughs> what a name. Um, And you're actually, you're actually going to hate me. My best draft is uh, the Browns. Ravens. Browns. I uh, know it's yeah. okay. The Ravens, the Browns are very good drafts. The Browns had like I would say oh I would say it would God. be for me it would be Ravens, Browns, Bengals, Steelers. I felt like the Dolphins are in there as well. Fuck the Steelers. Fuck the Dolphins. I'll get to that in a minute. Um but yeah, that's we're gonna just yeah, touch on uh, maybe another maybe a few more minutes now. Bills. Yeah. I don't I don't have to explain that one. You get two fucking potential Pro Bowl Ed Rushers bunch of other solid players for your team worst pick Rams they picked 2-2 two, two out of a second that was it everything else is just meh they yeah. reached on Ernest Jones in the third um, I think Robert Rochelle is a decent con I think Jacob Harris Jacob Harris is a decent wide receiver but that's like it the, the, the most highlight part about your draft is you drafted a fullback called fucking Jake Funk oh, what a man yeah I mean but, uh, so we'll I'm going to my yeah my point See, as a Bengals fan for the past three weeks, I've had to... It's been three weeks, two weeks, it's been two weeks. It's, it's um, been two weeks, maybe, roughly. I've had to deal with so much. Um, you got Joe Burrow killed for drafting Jamar Chase. And I understand the argument. Um, I don't know how I'm going to keep this argument down to five minutes. But, God. right, I get the idea. Um, Jamar Penny Sewell is probably going to be a Pro Bowl tackle, more than likely. Uh, Jamar Chase is going to be a Pro Bowl receiver. Um, it, I think it was a real 50-50 pick. I would have been fine with either guy. But the fact that people, like, whatever that stupid fuck's name who fucking comments for Bleacher Report during the draft, Brett Sabelsky or Sabolsky or the fuck his name is, who is a complete mong 
who was given picks that were really good. Like Landon Dickerson in the, for the Eagles in the second gave him like a C minus. Terrible. Like, what, what, what? I'm sorry, it's a bad pick because they have Jason Kelsey who's 33 and Jason Peters who's 38. It's a bad pick. The fuck is that a bad pick? You have sorted out your left guard and centre for the future probably with at least one of them with him. Why is that a bad pick? Like, and he, and he was like, oh, and the Bengals pick doesn't make any sense at all. And I was like, but it does. Because what was the one thing that kept happening? What what happened on the play where Joe Burrow got injured? What did the Redskins do? They stacked the box, which is how you beat us. You stack the box because our offensive line was not capable of handling pressure on its own. So what do you do? Because think about it. Tyler Boyd is not that fast. Nope. He's a slot guy. T. Higgins is too big. I don't think he's a speed guy. Adrian is old, and let's be honest, he had 100 targets, and he didn't catch half them, so good luck dealing with him this year, Ben. Um, Jamar Chase is a deep threat, and he's speed. With some of the best hands. And, you can, and, you have, and we have guys like Auden Tate as well, who's a solid number four receiver. So you can have four receivers spread out to prevent stacking the box. Which yeah. is going to open up for draw plays for Joe Mixon. Like, I can't. I'm. I have. I'm partially aroused talking about it. Right. That's how good it's going to be. Will we regret it? We'll find out. I'm completely fine. With people saying they probably should have taken Penisul, but Jamar Chase is still a good pick. People who said that were probably the smart ones. People who are like they've killed Joe Burrow. They're idiots. Right. I have a fucking bone oh, to God. pick with you people. Right. Who picked after us, Benjamin? Do remind me. Uh, the Miami Dolphins. Yes. Who also picked a wide receiver? Hmm, that's funny. I didn't hear them get given out to for not drafting a tackle. Who are their, who are their tackles? E- Eichenberg's there now, so yeah, that's one per tackle. You drafted a tackle from USC last year who did fucking nothing they got all flowers? year. No. Or did they, they trade they, No, they traded him away. They don't have a left guard now, so which is even fucking stupider. Robert Hunt, a right tackle, and Austin Jackson, a left tackle, right? Our starting tackles coming into next year uh, Riley Reef for right tackle who yes he's old yes he's on a one year deal yes he's better than the right tackle the fucking Dolphins have so fuck off right Jonah Williams is better than Austin Jackson you can suck my left you know what right so here's the thing why is no one complaining about the fact they passed on a god tier left tackle for, to, to protect Tua oh no but the Bengals do it no that's they can't. How, how can they do that do you know why how, how can it's they do simple that? It's a simple take. It's not the right take. And we've discussed this before ourselves. Tua or Fitzpatrick didn't get hurt last year. Joe Burrow got towards ACL. So but that's... Ah, 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 ah. You fucking listen, right? What position caused that injury? It wasn't guard. left tackle or right tackle. It was left guard. Yeah, what did we draft? Guard. A guard. I know. So people need to shut the fuck up. Penisul can't play guard. He's six fucking four. Six, six, even. Why, he, why, why am I being shouted at? I because agree. you were like, right? He got in. Joe Burrow got injured because he didn't move in the pocket, and I Michael am, Jordan is a shit left guard. Not, I am That's not. That's what having a, I'm not having a go at you for the. Johnny Williams, when he's healthy, is a solid left tackle. Jackson Cameron's going to be a solid left guard. Trey Hopkins is one of the most underrated centers in the league when he's healthy because he's injured at the minute. Right guard, Quentin Spain is a solid right guard. He was when he was in Tennessee, right? I don't know why he well, it wasn't in Tennessee. He was in Tennessee and Buffalo when he was solid both places, right? And Riley Reef has been an above 70 grade in PFF for like a decade. Oh, but Austin Jackson and Robert Hunt are better tackles. Right. Okay. 
Do you know why Fitzpatrick didn't get hurt? Because he threw the ball every two seconds and threw picks. So shut up. And two just threw the it, ball at the ground. I, I wasn't. I, Don't. I wasn't saying right that. I'm t- I was telling you that is what people have a problem with because people. They don't look at the numbers or the stats. The numbers, they just yes. Look but the at thing the is, injury. I do agree our offensive line is terrible, right? Since 2000, only two quarterbacks have been hit the most, and it's Daniel Jones and Joe Burrow, right? That's fair. And I think it's because Zach Taylor's offensive scheme is stupid. And I kind of secretly hope he gets fired and just we just get a veteran head coach in who's not like an, like Eric Bieniemy, like honestly. But Eric Bieniemy will never get a job because he has a shady background of a certain allegation in the, in the past which basically kills you um, yes. I would just rather we just fuck it just hire Joe Brady when he, when he, when, is it Joe Brady is, isn't it Joe Brady who fucking was the LSU offense coordinator Yeah, just let him have one good year where you make Sam Darren look good and just hire him for fuck's sake because yeah. the defense isn't going to get any better because Lou Anarumo was a fucking mongo who doesn't know how to coach defense right when you manage to alienate Carlos Dunlap and Gino Atkins, you're just stupid. Um, although they were old and overpaid and not as good as they once were. But, you know, our offensive coordinator doesn't really do anything. He just sits there and is basically Zach Taylor's, like, bitch. Um, I don't really, Somebody released a video recently explaining the fact that Zach Taylor's offense is actually is so dependent on empty formations that Joe Burrow has to change the play at the line every fucking time. <laughs> so, I don't know. I just, for me, it's like, I, getting Fs from people is like, it's like, you don't know anything about the sport if you're going to start doing shit like that. Like, yeah. if you think drafting a tackle is going to solve all of the magical problems about shit that offensive line was, that offensive line was shit because we had no fucking interior offensive lineman. We had human turnstile at right guard, Bobby Hart who shouldn't be playing in the NFL. By the way, this is the man who said the only reason that uh, people in the Amish community don't get COVID is because they don't have TVs. Think about that. How fucking dumb do you have to be to say that shit? The dumbass that is Bobby Hart, the better. (sighs) And Buffalo has him as a backup now. I feel bad for them. Um, I hope nobody gets injured. No, impossible. The Giants fans and Bengals fans (laughs) will unite and how fucking stupid he is. (laughs) Right, you draft a guard, it's a problem. You pick up a solid right tackle, it's fine. The main acquisition is we got rid of that fucking donkey who coached the offensive line, Jim Turner. Um, for, to give you context, Ben, this is the guy who coached Luke Jockel and Cedric Obwehi in college. Uh, yes, right. Well, he had he basically recruited Obwehi. He didn't coach him, but that's enough for me. And I'm pretty sure he coached Luke Jockel, who was a flop in the NFL, who was so yeah. bad at left tackle, I had to move him to guard. And he wasn't even that good at guard. I don't even know he's out of the league now. Yes, just for a fucking example. And he was also the person who was involved with the whole Miami Dolphins bullying thing. Ah, That was him. The only reason was because, you know, Zach Taylor was there. So that's the only reason that he got that job. Because Zach Taylor made the mistake of hiring people he knew. Voice break, put it on the fucking meter. And the people that he should have hired. And now he's gone. We brought back in Frank Pollock who anybody's know that is that's the guy who helped develop that Dallas offensive line that we were all terrified of five years ago five years ago then he left and it conveniently fell apart Hmm. he was with the Jets last year which is not a great thing but let's be honest what the he made Mekai Becton to a god yeah 
I what what will he do for the likes of? He might be able to like make Billy Price and Michael Jordan not complete piles of dog shit. <laughs> Maybe we he's will, getting yeah. the he's getting Quentin Spain a left guard who's a solid veteran. Riley Reef is a solid veteran. You have a young guy moving into right guard who, who's from Cincinnati who wants to play for the team, which to be honest is more important to me than players who don't want to play for the team, right? Because like if you had if you had a choice between Ben some guy who was didn't want to play for your team but he was the better player but not by much or a guy who's from the area and wants to play for the team, what would you go for? Especially in a small market team. team. So, there you go. Was it a bit silly? I think we're so lucky that the Patriots wanted to trade up. We are so lucky, right? We're not when Barmore murders us at some point in the future, but we got three four-round picks of it and we didn't reach for Jackson Cameron at 38, right? So, in the end... Did the offensive line improve? Yeah. Yes. Does that mean it's going to be good? No. No. Do I think Frank Pollock will make it to a mediocre? All we need is mediocre, right? So that Joe Burrow can move and doesn't get fucking murdered. And yet everyone forgets, look at the division we play in. Look what the fuck that offensive line has to go up against six times a year. TJ Watt and Bud Dupree last year. Bud Dupree's gone. Don't really care. He was nothing to be fucking bragging about. Um... Clay's Campbell. I don't, I don't have to explain that one. All the weird things going on and all those weird passers going on in Baltimore that aren't highly rated but play well still. It's odd. And then yeah. Davion Kearney and Miles Garrett, which I will add, Miles Garrett kind of got manhandled by Jonah Williams a little bit last year. But nobody mentioned that because we're the Bengals and nobody wants to talk about that shit. Yeah. TJ yeah. Watt did fuck him up, though. I will not lie. TJ Watt, yeah. Watt jacked us up. And I'm and I'm okay to admit it, but no. But everyone was mentioning how T.J. Watt dominated us, but when we dominated Miles Garrett, nobody wanted to mention it. I think everyone just yeah. likes to point out when any person person called Watt dominates the Bengals because it's literally yeah. like it's it's like the the fact they have the name Watt, it just means that they kick the shit out of the Bengals by themselves. Yeah, even the fullback, even the fullback, even the fullback. <laughs> yeah, but um, so that is our that is our episode this week. His rant is done. He's waited an entire week to rant. No, no fucking idea. I've been talking <laughs> but, to the uh, walls in my room, man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so for anyone who isn't a fan of the NFL, this is probably our last bit of NFL for quite a, a while. while. Yeah, this will be our last one. So we, we, we'll be touching on a lot. Of, like Obviously, we've said a lot of YouTube of videos. A lot of YouTube stuff. videos and stuff. And then we have a lot of um, a lot of playoffs coming off, obviously, with the NBA American and NHL. And then and even if you're not just... interested, it's always fascinating to hear how they work and stuff like that, I suppose. Yeah. And uh, football is coming to an end, so more don't it. be surprised if podcasts are two weeks apart during the summer. Could be. Could be with Could the be. whole... With the whole yeah. idea of other other stuff, and there's less sports going on during the summer. Like, baseball is the only sport that runs through the summer, and let's, we're not fucking ignorant. We know, like, n- most people who listen to this are people who knew us, who recommended it to people, mostly through the, to, through the absolute beautiful monstrosity that is football twitter um i, I just realized as well that one texas guy that listens to us is going to hate us well hate me specifically well, he's gonna hate you he's gonna he's gonna <laughs> like how I, def- I defended that you got they got three good players in an absolutely awful draft hey if you're that texas guy that's listening right now hit us up on instagram let us know what you think yeah if you don't want to don't <laughs> he's probably like but, a uh, probably like he's probably not even he's probably like a cowboys fan God, I hope so for his sake. Oh, then we can but, then uh, he can argue with him about Jerrell Cox. Then 
Why'd you pick yeah, Drew Cox? We can average with Edwin. If he's if he's a Texans fan or a Cowboys fan, he is either way to give out those this week. But uh, yeah, he could easily. Well, no, he will. Yeah, bit of a longer episode this week. We had to, you know, get our draft out of the way. But I um, apologize. Colin had to rant for ten minutes. Uh, but yeah, very happy you guys. If you got this far, that is the end of our draft special podcasting for a while till next year. But uh, as always, thank you guys for listening. 